Yes, yes, yes. This is episode 254 of G.I. Joburg. Who's counting anymore? Not me. <laughs> My name is Steve. I'm joined by Paul, the deadliest pencils this side of Africa. We are G.I. Joburg. I believe Bob <laughs> is on the way. We've got six people already watching us on YouTube live. Always exciting times to be live with you, you all. Beauties. Yeah. You beauties. <laughs> And for those of you listening or watching on the replay, greetings and a very, very warm G.I. Joe Berg to you guys too. Berg, As I say, Berg, Rob Berg. is on the way, but uh, I'm sure a few people are still um, waiting to join the live stream. So we'll kill some time. Paul, how the hell are you, dude? I am good, man. I'm good. It's um, It's been a nice long weekend here um, since Thursday. So that's been really rad. But if free time <laughs> got to visit Ooh. a toy shop um that was nice um new toys which, i mean it's always nice right you just say that for the end yeah no 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 i'm not i'm not like it's it's i mean it's it could be a bit of a teaser for something near the end oh we got a wild rob in his uh, here he comes <laughs> hey you're wild <laughs> <laughs> yo, 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 Robbie. How you doing? There we go. Yeah, getting you guys. How's it going? Nice, brother. We're surviving. Nice. We're surviving. Getting me. We are live on the YouTube, which is all cause for excitement. Hell yeah. This is G.I. Joburg's 40th uh, anniversary celebration of G.I. Joe. Uh, it's Yo Joe June, so it's time to, I don't know, turn the clocks back, I guess, and just give an overview of the line at 1982. The line at 1992, the line at 2002, the line at 2012, and maybe even a little bit of talk about the line at, as of our recording, the year there's, 20. There's, there's something, there's something out this year. Well, cheers, guys, to 40 years of G.I. Joe. It's older than I am, barely. Uh, <laughs> Rob's got a beer in his hand. Oh, You're going to have to believe that this is straight vodka. Oh, <laughs> Steven's chugging it. He's chugging it. Gigantic beaker of clear liquid. Um, and but it is 6.30 a.m. In, uh, in Australia. So I Hell yeah, dude. Some may call it a mega pint. It's, it's 12 o'clock somewhere. It's after Zero 12 somewhere. In the world. Joe Bird. <laughs> what, what are Paul? What are you drinking? Um... Oh, Coca-Cola. <laughs> Very good. I visited uh, earlier this evening. I visited a friend because uh, they had like a bit of a, a party and then the, for the rugby because it was like, oh, let's go and watch rugby at their place, whatever type thing. And so I have a lot of uh, tequila in me as well. Oh. Not enough to make me fun, but I've got a lot in me. And uh, I wish this was a castle. As well, so. This is a, an Amstel. An it's Amstel. another locally made brand. It's probably my it's favorite. Yeah, um, it's pretty good. Castles are pretty good too, but I, I prefer Amstel. Um, <laughs> Vintook is very good as well. That's also another good local. Vintook, yeah. I also a, like Tafel Lager. Is that a big bottle, Rob? Mm -mm. No, it's a normal bottle. I'm just, I'm just a very small person. <laughs> <laughs> Miniaturized. Yes, Amstel. Uh, I think it's it's. Is it Belgian or Dutch? It's Belgian. I think so, but yeah, still, yeah. it's 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 just so good. It's so kind of heavy beer, actually. If memory serves, like it, um, I, I haven't had it in still in a while. Not as much five, as Vintook. Five percent. Yeah, mm. but I mean, like the taste isn't too heavy. Thankfully, mm. I, I I don't know how strong it is. Five percent. That's 
enough. We've got 16 folks in the chat or watching us live. Good to see you. Hell Thanks yeah. for joining us. Let's uh, crack on with our topic. Uh, yeah. Wow, guys, five decades to actually talk about. We're going to bookend it with our favorite toys from the years 1982, 1992, 2002, 2012, and 2022. And possibly also a few stinkers, bad concepts, bad toys, just like directions that we're glad the line didn't veer into just bad and mm -hmm. the cherry on the top for this live stream i have a carded figure from one of the decades under consideration this okay. is crazy it arrived last week nail biting stuff <laughs> arrived on friday <laughs> wait that would be this week for most of the people watching but anyway it arrived on friday as of recording it's sunday for me it's here um and i want to get from you your predictions as to what year it is and hmm. really out of the ballpark what uh figure what character closest man to the pin or woman or person uh will um i suppose win my my eternal adoration flag points flag, flag points <laughs> I'm going to go first. I'll cast my vote first. Um, 2002 Shipwreck. 2002 Shipwreck. He's the one with the knit cap beanie. Great. No, he's in, a, he's in a wetsuit. He's in a wetsuit. 2002 Shipwreck. It came out in 2002. It's technically not a 2002 figure, if you know what I mean. Huh. Hmm. Well, we're going to be plumbing the depths of our Cheating. knowledge today. I don't know Cheating. if I'm familiar with that. Everybody, get yoto.com open on your browser. Right <laughs> now, now I know it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Unless you, unless Stevens really, you know, he's really yeah. face. Okay, well, he's really uh, gaslighting, you know. Paul has <laughs> passed his vote. <laughs> Rob, do you want to follow that up? I think I think it's going to be 1992's Roadblock with that funky drone that he comes with. Yeah. Wow. On card. Oh, yeah. On card. You see, it was my intention to do a live uncarding. But if I had the recalled roadblock with that drone... Well, maybe not the recalled one. I mean, obviously, you wouldn't open that. I think you're, you're, you're not that You're going to see crazy. some tears being cried. <laughs> you're not that crazy. See the tears of time. I paid $10,000 for this, like, guys. Open, open, open. <laughs> you are out of your mind, Steve. You could flip that and buy a couple of flags. I don't know. Uh, we've got some boats cast in the chats. Uh, G.I. Gary, I'm not sure where, where you're going with that by saying 1993. Steve oh, oh correcting you, Paul, perhaps. No, with the shipwreck? Are you talking about yeah, Battle Force shipwreck with the wetsuit? Yes, it's but great. they re-released him in the Real American Hero collection in 2002, okay. and he's two-packed with the shipwreck and sidetrack. Very good. Okay. Yeah. Steven, and... yeah. ACDC is like battle call something from battle call okay so he's he's got I just a want the best for you man. the whole net overnight whoa look at this look at this guy sneaking in hey <laughs> Jimmy, it's Jimmy Godfrey who's this guy, who's this guy? <laughs> outstanding nice, buddy. oh wow all right 1982 rock and roll is Jeff Morris's boat I suppose we'll be doing that early doors if that's the case, because we will be going through this chron chronologically. So I'll bring out the figure as and when it's... Um, maybe it's 2022. Maybe Stephen got himself the, the two-pack. He's, he's really excited. 
maybe being maybe in Australia, we, uh, we got the, the mega hits early. Imagine that. Maybe. Mm, <laughs> yeah, is that, I can imagine that. <laughs> is that actually a real. feature that the toy has? Yes. I never that. Yeah. Paul has a bio viper in hand. Wow. Whoops. Too hot to handle, too hot for TV. It's so cool, so, we have to get it out of here. So mine had a broken tendril, so it was a oh. bit like floppy. So what I did is I shoved a, a plastic uh, a rod, like a model kit styrene rod in there, and I fixed it right up. So. Oh gosh. Paul, you never yeah. want to be sticking anything in your tendrils. No, that's true, but I don't know. Sometimes having a floppy tendril is worse. You have to sometimes take the risk. I guess. So. All right, all right. Hans uh, has an interesting pick, a 1987 beachhead. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking troll, you. <laughs> and then... This is definitely one of the periods we're looking at. <gasps> Maybe it's an Tara, eels. Good to see you. Uh, I always enjoy your comments. Thank you for joining us. 1992 yeah. eels. Brilliant. Shotgun that's the shark. That's, yeah, it's one way of definitely getting a shark tail. Uh, buy one sealed on the card. Thank you, Stephen. Um, Finally, my shark is complete. Moon Knight says 1988. Your shark is my shark. Wave. I shotgunned. Um, <laughs> well, you can um, get the shark, but I'll get the tail. Okay. Sorry, oh. Stephen. Carry on. <laughs> no, no, I'm. I'm just Don't mind Robin. I. Anyone watching this live or watching this on the replay can, can no doubt do that themselves. But uh, 82 Rock and Roll was Jeff Morris's favorite. G.I. Joe, this was his uh, first So that's what okay. he was saying. He wasn't putting in a prediction. Anyways, we will check back in as we go. But shall we begin this journey? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Through the annals to. of time. Who wants to kick us off? I think okay, in a, an easy, easy one for me for 1982, because I mean, I actually even, uh, even own her would be 1982 Scarlet. I think Scarlet is probably one of the best figures from 1982. It's one of the ones with the a unique sculpt, one of the only ones with the really unique sculpt from all of them, um, and also introduced the first lady into the entire line. It's a great figure, terrible crotch, um, <laughs> but otherwise a really Explosive. cool figure. It's absolutely I also fantastic. want to speak about Scarlet. Incredible. <laughs> Paul has also added Scarlet into... The mix is his favorite one. I think. No, 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 no. I put it in the okay. mix. I said nothing Going about it being mix. my favorite. Okay, okay. well, oh, it was definitely my yeah. favorite from 82. Oh, wow. Okay, it falls in the opposite direction. Mm. Well, I just think like her sculpt suggests so much about like who she is, what she can do. Her file card makes it sound really interesting. Um, like, just all the little details on the figure are really fantastic. Oh, this is amazing that Paul's like on the opposite end of this, I'm guessing. Um, yeah, so I think she's definitely the, probably the best thing to come out of 82. Figure-wise, my favorite... I'm going to add this in now as well. My favorite thing about 82 overall is the fact that it has vehicles. Vehicles is probably the biggest addition to the Jarjo line ever. Um, not cool vehicles. Because of the scale of... not Well, cool vehicles, and you know, you can have rubbish vehicles, but you've got to take those with the, with the fact that you have vehicles at all. The scaling just made it perfect for them to have vehicles and vehicles of multiple sizes from Vamp, who came out in 1982, a fantastic vehicle, which feels like the, it feels real, but also feels GI Joe-ified enough that it feels uniquely GI Joe. You see this profile, you're like, that's GI Joe. Um, mm. And I think the addition of toys, um, toys, vehicles to a toy line just makes it so much cooler 
than it could have been without the vehicles. So I think, yeah, favorite things about 82 is Scarlet and the fact that there are vehicles, and specifically the ramp is a fantastic example of a vehicle. Well, if you take the historians at their word, G.I. Joe as a toy line was initially envisioned as a vehicle-centric line first, and the yeah, figures fantastic. as kind of an afterthought. They were just yeah. an accessory to the vehicles. So are we doing one of our best ones, or should I, should I finish my 1982 with what I think was the worst? Let's do oh, the stinkers in the back. In the stinker section, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, because okay, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm going to second you on the vamp. Uh, as just being of the 1982 toy line <laughs> and, and, and particularly of the vehicles, the vamp became the most ubiquitous and oft reused. And there's a reason for that. Uh, unlike the Mobat, it seats too. It's a Jeep, which just finds so much use throughout the line on both sides. Mm. You change a bit of deco, you change a bit of optional parts use. And it's a, a slightly different variation on the theme. The Vamp went on to be not only the greatest vehicle for me of 1982, but a strong contender every time it popped up. It had a design that was futuristic for 1982 and yet not pushing, pushing the, the needle out so far that it was like, mm, this is a one-trick pony. This is a very, very unique thing. It still was a green army jeep. <laughs> Um, so yeah. wonderful, wonderful toy. Uh, a lot of people have very fond memories of, of having that as their first kind of assortment of GI Joe toys. They got vamp and the clutch, vamp and the clutch, clutch and the vamp. <laughs> the vamp and the clutch. Um, and, and what a great starting block to have as your, mm. your gateway into this line of compatibility between like the optimal scale for action figure play. And the vehicles and equipment that they can uh, interact with, yeah, no, the, the vamp all the way, man. Its its footprint has loomed large for the line, um, even today. Paulie, what's your high water mark for the year nineteen eighty two? I like the Cobra Trooper. Hmm. Wow, I think these guys are so amazingly awesome. Uh, don't get me wrong, like the whole line is actually pretty good. And so I think if we talk about things that are stinkers in this line, it's actually contextual. Uh, it's, it's very much in the year. But I recently picked up one of these and I've had so much fun with this guy. I think it's such a well-made toy. It's got so much going on for it or with it. It's got a lot of detail happening. There's a lot of stories you can tell with just your Cobra Trooper slash officer, although this is not the officer. But I think this is just a really awesome toy, and I think it is one of those, and it's one of those clever toys that if you had bought all the GI Joes, you got Cobra Commander, you would still buy more of these, and uh, because it's just you know you had like stingers that would come later that you would load up with them and his tanks and uh, it's just it's a great toy, and I really really dig this for eighty two, and and I thought long and hard about this because eighty two is. I mean, you've got Stalker, who is an incredible figure. You've got Snake Eyes, who a lot of people probably reckon is the highlight of 82. You've got Scarlet that Rob mentioned. But I just feel these guys are kind of timeless in a lot of ways. You know, like Stalker would be replaced later. I just feel like Cobra Troopers have been just like the Vamp. They're kind of a mainstay. They're evergreen in a lot of, in a lot of ways. So I'd argue Stalker was replaced but not surpassed. As far as an O-ring Stalker is concerned, mm. you can't beat the original flavor. 
It's just that the most true. useful. Tundra Ranger shoehorns him into that role of like mm-hmm. cold weather, and talking battle commanders. Uh, He's cool. it, it has its appeal, but it's but some... it's not a great figure. Whereas the Stalker's, you know, straight off the gate, he was just a great, great figure. Um, you know, and I I worked very hard to kind of work him in in that original style to this day. I think you know, I think my opinion on dated, although he is. I think my my true appreciation for that stalker will come when I get that stalker bumblebee, you know, pack because yeah. that stalker is like the main appeal to me for that pack. So mm. I think I think that's where I'm really gonna feel that. But right now it's my Cobra Trooper, dude. It's close to my heart. Excellent. Yeah, well, and close you? to many people's hearts. Uh, well, it was the vamp for me and Paul. It was Scarlet. It's time to talk stinky, stinky stinks. Stinky stinkies. Toys that uh, were a little bit of a miss in that original assortment. Uh, Rob, I'm gonna call on you first, man. Oh yes. So let me let me get this up again. So what I think is probably the most boring figure. I guess obviously not the vamp. Um, but it would be. <laughs> well, I think it's, it's Hawk. Be the Cobra I think, no, it's Hawk. Oh. I think Hawk oh, is no. probably the most. He's so. I don't know, he's so plain compared to every other single one. Like, the other ones either have, like, cool facial hair or something going on, or their facial features are interesting and different. I mean, like, Grant still looks really, really interesting, um, despite also being, like, you know, like a baby-faced-looking dude. But this guy, he just, to me, he doesn't say anything. Like, he's just a dude, he's got a grenade, he's got the same outfit as, obviously, you know, half half of the figures from the year. But he just doesn't feel like he says anything to me. Like he just—he's just like, hey, I'm 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 the Duke of the Line. Um, not that you know, Duke is—I mean, yeah, but still, <laughs> I—he's just to me feels like he doesn't say anything at all. Like he's just there, part of the line. Like everyone else has something going for them. Like they have a cool-looking facial features, or there's something there that's interesting. But Hawk is just there. Like I'm I'm in charge, guys. Listen to me because I'm cool. I don't know. That's just that to me. Day. That's the stinker. Just the other day, I was listening to a podcast that illustrated this point so well. These guys were talking about G.I. Joe in the comic books, and they noticed that, uh, that Hawk had a bird on his uniform and not a star. Generals have stars, colonels have birds, and they were like, ah, that's got to be an art error because this is General Hawk. Mm. It took him a while to realize that, no, 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 this issue came out before he became a general and actually pertains to his appearance as a colonel. And this was the figure that was kind of forming the basis of this, this figure and its file card. And mm. people make that realization all the time. I think we, we take it for granted that Hawk has always been a general and he's always been in charge of G.I. Joe. But no, he started out as a colonel and as this figure. And unless mm. you are a G.I. Joe file like us and most of the people watching or listening to this, you might not realize that fact. And that just speaks to how under the radar this figure has become mm. so yes rob you're absolutely right he's unremarkable in every way he's... the only thing that sets him apart is the fact that he comes with the the mms yeah that's basically it but unfortunately as a figure on his own i'm like i would never have bought this figure i think sure and I mean, vehicle I drivers typically he... are kind of forgotten about so putting the leader of your team as Into a vehicle. vehicle well not a vehicle but as an equipment operator it kind of makes him 
even more of a grunt Completely than grunt. fade into the background. <laughs> he's, That's he's true. Given top billing on his own card. <laughs> yeah, I I almost feel like it's not fair to say that Hawk is a stinker in the line because he's mm. very non-existent in the line in a lot of ways. I I actually considered this figure as my kind of low point for eighty-two, but uh, yeah, he's ultimately quite invisible. So yeah, so I saved it for another one, but. Uh, Wow, we've moved from the term stinker to now low point. This is very harsh. I feel for, for 82, year. it's a low point. It, There's no stinkers <laughs> in 82. It's context. You know? No, I, I don't think it's a low point either. I think this particular set is hmm. gorgeous. I'm just glad that it was a one and done and the line didn't, didn't pivot towards more toys like this because it's not a toy. Uh, it is, in fact, the 1982 Cobra Missile Command Headquarters. It was an exclusive, but I'm going to count it for this anyway, because it was the only playset released in that initial wave. And it's something of a white elephant. I mean, it is so very unique and so very fragile and rare and brittle. They re-released it uh, as a San Diego comic exclusive i believe i had the opportunity to buy it several times while i was in singapore um because these were just sitting on shelves man nobody wanted them and i'm glad i didn't because this thing has a hidden shame that's the fact that it's two-dimensional you know it's folded cardboard in a number of places but at the end of the day it is still paper thin uh and kind of bends and sags oh man i as a child i would probably have completely destroyed this thing and i'm yeah. not a rough rough child with my toy but just like it's not geared for play it's it's a display piece at best and i'd say in spite of the fact that the art is gorgeous it's not a good display because it it's awkward man <laughs> things kind of like it, it doesn't rest flush like mm. maybe on a new one it's different but like the fact that it's constantly paper that is pulling in opposite directions means that the, the bank of computers seems to lift and uh, no, no, I need something hard and plastic and molded. Thanks. Do you know? I do. I do. <laughs> I do. Well, it, it feels out of place as well. It feels like obviously it's, they were trying a lot of different things in 1982, but this kind of like cardboard background thing, it, it's, it's gorgeous, but it doesn't. It feels out of place with the rest of the stuff that we've come to be used to in the GI Joe line. I never mm. had Looks any cool. play sets made out of paper. Uh, the Pally Toy um, Death Star play set, and then the the Action Force headquarters that was kind of made out of the Death Star play sets template. Um, it intrigues me because it has more three dimensionality to it. Okay, it's still like painted cardboard. But or printed cardboard, but it, it has doorways and access points, and you kind of you walk around it in a three three sixty direction. Like you can go through little apertures, and that that is at least a, a more appealing toy because you have environments that you can move through. But just basically a flat dial with a few pieces arranged sticking out of it. No, man. Uh, I'm glad, as I say, that this was the, the one and only time G.I. Joe flirted with that, at least in the main. 
Um, mm. There were a few other kind of Dio pieces or backdrop, backdrops and things that were released, but, but yeah, the Sears playset is, yeah, it's, it's, it's very unique and I'm glad it stayed that way. Paul, how about you, man? For me, um, so Rob brought it up earlier. Uh, for me, it's Scarlet and I'll tell you why. I'm looking at this, I'm, I'm building up my opinions for this topic this week. I'm going through that entire line and I'm looking at Hawk and I'm like, Hawk's kind of a misnomer. He's like non-existent. And I'm looking at all the other guys and I'm like, they're fairly decent. I don't want to like pick on one, but Scarlet just feels like a missed opportunity. Like, and I've said this before, I think she's actually a, an incredible toy. I just really hate the head sculpt. And this is sort of um, amplified by the fact that there is actually a complete and very minty Scarlet available from a local seller. It's going for two and a half thousand Rand. And I'm looking at this thing and I'm going, would I pay two and a half thousand Rand for it and why? You know, um, and it's, a, it's, a, it's just a difficult figure for me to want to bring myself to, to buy. And, and I think it's just because I don't feel like it's the best thing that this line offered personally. It's, I just, I just don't feel like she's just quite there. That's not to say she's a bad toy um, at all. I just don't feel like it's as good as, like had, had, had I had the opportunity to get Snake Eyes, for example, I'd pro for that same price, I'd grab Snake Eyes. Um, maybe it's because I have more of an affection for that character, but also just the execution of the toy is better for me. For me. Um, I know that there's plenty of guys out there that would disagree with me. And also, once again, just a reminder, this is not, the this is not like a terrible toy at all. I mean, this is 1982 GI Joes. They're all awesome. You know, some are just a little less awesome than others. And this is mine. They're not so. refined yet. Okay, have, so we're saying there's, there's no stinkers in 82. There's just ones that we were less likely to Yeah, like the cardboard the missile playset. Because that's also something that I thought about. And I was like, uh, It's a cool idea. Yeah. It's okay, a very so cool idea. I love the we idea. struggled to find stinkers in 82. I think yeah. that's... It's going to be a well, little bit to find, you know, good ones in some of these years. But shall we go but fishing in the pond? Ninety-two coming. Wow, guys! <laughs> Flashing forward, the line was already ten years old by nineteen ninety-two, and this guy was only just discovering it. So it's mind blowing to think that it already had a decade's worth of figures and vehicles and playsets and stuff. That it would take me until the dawn of the internet age to discover. And then um, the dawn of the eBay age to click buy on. Um, <laughs> as far as a high watermark for 1992 is concerned, wait, wait, got some business to take care of. The, f the figure that I am uncarding is from 92. Is from 1992, oh. which means that, Rob, you were closest to the pin with the 1992 eels. Yeah. Oh, no, no, well, no, I, I didn't say eels. It was Zantaro who said eels. Ah, uh, eel. Oh, well, mm. Zantaro. I, I said Roadblock from 92, and MCDC, ACDC said <laughs> Battle Core. Very so good. Okay. We so were all very close. Somewhere in that vicinity. Well done, Andrew, Zantaro, and Rob. Um, yes, 1992 is the year. DEF is the line. Wow. And Bulletproof is the character no way very cool i didn't think it would arrive in time for this live stream like i was like oh it was friday afternoon the live stream was on sunday i was like they don't deliver on the weekends like 
It's 4 p.m. And then the van rolled up into the driveway and the guy got out and I was like, yes, I know what that is. <laughs> Brought it inside, took it out of its um, bubble wrap. Very nice. The card was in good shape, except a little bit of a kink at the bottom and it lifted slightly. And that, oh, my no. friends, is the death knell of a bulletproof action figure because what, what does he possess? Well, a microphone. A glowy size. gun. <laughs> he has a glowy gun, yes. He has a microphone and it's not glued into the helmet. It is oh, minuscule. No. And it had obviously... Can these two be out. friends? Ah, you've got general <laughs> courage. Uh, yeah. I don't see why not. Um, you've got a straight-laced dude and a dude who's like, drugs are bad. So it's like... So you along. have a Menton card character that is not complete. Oh... oh. Fortunately, I got hold of the seller and he is going to send me a loose one, a loose complete one. I've, I've, uh, hmm. yeah. I've sent cool. back the, the, the carded one, but it is a shame to not be able to do the card, the uncarding. The thing that you I, wanted to do. I have trolled everyone, including myself, um, mm -hmm. by, by hyping this and not being able to deliver. But also, I wanted to see if those those button-sized batteries still worked. After that would have been crazy cool. years, so, does the light-up feature on his BFG still function? Now so, we'll never know. So his mic's missing, right? And it's definitely nowhere in the packaging at all. Look, dude, I I, I can't be completely 100% sure until I've actually ripped that bubble off. But, you know, it was, it was something that obviously was my first focus. When I got it in hand, I was like, okay, let me see if I can see the, the microphone. Is the microphone there? Is the microphone there? Microphone, I can't see it, but I can see that the bubble has lifted on the bottom slightly. Mm. Just so the likelihood that it's fallen out is okay. Not that makes that, sense. That's a deduction. There's a possibility of foul play as well. Because if you have a loose one that is missing its microphone, I mean, mm. without the microphone, mm. a character like Bulletproof is, is pretty mm. worthless. Because it's not, he's not, not to JD Onisi. Well, fair enough, but, but so, <laughs> he's not a desirable figure, but he is a hard to complete figure because of the tiny mic. So, if Do you, you think somebody slipped one, their tentacles up in the packaging, they were like, It's possible, it's possible. Complete the loose Canip. one so you can at least get some money for that and sell mm. the carded one. Well, it might have happened before be this, like this guy, and like inspect a bubble. Like, is there a little green worm in this bubble? Who knows? Mm. It might have happened before he even ha owned it. You know, maybe he's not so good with it. I don't know. Santara rolls heavy by only buying carded figures. Wow. Oh my goodness. Well, with that Ooh. figure specifically, that microphone is never with the loose version of that figure. So I mean, she's mm. rolling with supporting your uh, your conclusion. Just like worked it out. Like, okay, gotta get the microphone out. Okay, there we go. Now I gotta. A loose one. Anyway, <laughs> hopefully I'll be able to at least review this guy um, when he arrives. The loose one. Uh, Mike, oh, that's we exciting. So man. close. Mm. I'm sorry, so dude. It's a bit reveal. of a bummer. But as far as my fave, fave, fave from this year, uh, it's obviously not him. <laughs> well, I was gonna say Overkill, but we spoke about him so much last week, and I imagine he's fir like. firm in everyone's memory. I'm huh? gonna go with. Toxo Zombie, a yeah, figure that I am so enamored with. 
uh, I didn't know this existed because the 1992 series of Eco Warriors did not make their way to South Africa. I had an opportunity, to, an opportunity to buy him carded in Singapore and in Korea, and I didn't because I was like, oh, it's so lurid. But now I, I wish I could kick my younger self and say, dude, a couple of years from now, you're going to crave this guy's specific brand of madness, um, which I do. <laughs> And I love him, and he's so unique and absolutely my favorite figure from the year 1992. <laughs> Amazing. Toxo <laughs> Yeah. Ooh, I, uh, I take it that brings it to me. What made yeah, 92? Like nice. What makes 1992 great in GI Joe terms for me? It's this bad boy over here. It's talking Battle Commander Stalker. No way. <laughs> I love this dude, man. I love this toy. I had so much fun with this stalker. Um, I mean, even the backpack, uh, even his voices and stuff. I mean, discovering that we could unscrew the backpack. Oh, he's great. This this is by far my favorite talking battle commanders. Even though Overkill is so great. Just really love this stalker. Plus, you know, you mentioned before the Tundra version of him doesn't fit in everything. Well, for me, my Tundra version of Stalker fitted everywhere because it was in pieces. So this was like me being able to get a Stalker <laughs> back in my life. And I just love this toy. and I think he's so great. And ni 92 has some some cool things to offer in, in terms mm. of G.I. Joe. There are some great... I mean, a part of me wanted to pull a total pull and go Ninja Force. Because Ninja Force is one of the best and worst things of 92 as well. It's like equally the best and the worst thing there's some great figures in that ninja force i mean is they are they're good they look so good but then it's it's often that little 92 or 90s like a uh, play feature that kind of ruins the figures sometimes exactly um but yeah, and no, also tons the gear of really isn't specific mm. yeah and, and i just talking about a commander stalker is awesome and it was so nice to find to have a gi joe Bye. that was actually in the video game listen <laughs> you know <laughs> That you could do nothing like worse, but he was in the video game. <laughs> and I think that... Yes, he was I, the guy briefing you. And it was that like too. Blixem. And then, because of his... Blixem. <laughs> and because of his ranking, uh, David and I just always thought maybe he was actually the leader of G.I. Joe. Because he's got a quite a high um, rank. Uh, I think he's an admiral, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> or something ridiculous. Oh, I, I haven't looked ridiculous. at the file card in years, dude. But he's I remember... But but you would be right in assuming he had a leadership role because he was oftentimes a kind of field commander in GI Joe, mm. and the video game. I'm I'm mm. sorry, I I kind of I messed up my own bait and switch because I was going to say my favorite toy from the year 1982 uh, 1992 was Ooh, the Steven pulled another trick on us. The GI Joe Atlantis Factor video game cartridge mm. because what an insight into like a version of gi joe that was like it had its own mythology and its own style and i have to be completely honest with you and this will come out of left field for anyone who's not familiar with um gi joe on the nintendo but my favorite media representation of the world of gi joe comes from those video games hmm. it's very dark like Cobra is kind of a yeah. world power. And there's this desperation of a small unit of Joes. They have like a satellite base and a, uh, it just, 
all, I cling to every misses. word of the like the blurb. Like, there's not mm. much text in a NES game, but the, the the reality that that sets up for me from those two video games is a very inviting place to play, and it makes all the toys make more sense because. Mm. They work as video game characters, as, as, as platformers, as avatars. Um, mm. I could go on about this forever. This isn't the topic for today. But I just find that very, very appealing to kind of retreat into this very rudimentary and, and simplified G.I. Joe versus Cobra war that the video games posit, those, those video games in particular. But yes, mm. I'm going to stick with Toxo Zombie. Um, oh, yeah, Robbie, I no, really so want Toxo yeah. Zombie. So. <laughs> So going without saying, actually, probably it's 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 obviously eels. <laughs> eels nineteen ninety two, absolutely fantastic Beautiful. toy. I've I've waxed lyrical about him quite a lot. The original is very cool, very realistic, but this guy just feels emblematic of what the nineties was. These kind of like the robo shark, man. Bright colors. He comes with a robo shark. If you like, he still has his robo tail. Um, but he feels like a perfect example of like what the nineties was. Like he was just a, this. this crazy update of, of a very cool figure from the 80s and he feels so 90s i mean 92 has a lot of very nice updates actually i mean i think probably one of our Stephen and my favorite is probably the firefly an example of him looking completely different i mean very different from his original but like still looking very cool um and i think 92 has a lot of good versions of characters updated in a way that's interesting but still feels like them and then you have people like eels which doesn't feel anything like the original but just still looks so cool and awesome um which kind of segues me in then from the best thing from 92 i'll i'll uh uh i'll 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 be the first to come up with the stinker of 92 and uh. <laughs> like i struggled to find this figure because the figures in general are actually really good from 92 i feel um mm. in general they're really good like there's some that maybe a bit questionable um but even then you kind of you can kind of like excuse it or you can be like that's a cool interesting new version or something but i don't think you can come up with any good reason for the patriot to exist this thing <laughs> is so stupid like, I, saw, I, I can't even find good pictures of it like literally this is, this is the box art like, nobody wants to take to photos edit. of it i mean i'm sorry if you're a fan of this thing but it's horrible it's just terrible it's the tracks are just stupid they obviously they don't work um it has four of them it has like some sort of stupid spring action launching missile thing it has a box where you can put someone in I mean, <laughs> the kill box this is gonna sit in there it's completely unrealistic because it just it's it flips forward i mean i know a lot of vehicles do flip forward things to be able to put characters in but it just makes it feel even worse and it feels cheap it feels horrible at least it's not lurid bright colors uh, i suppose that's the only thing going for it but that that's oh wait and, it is but like and it has like a ram scoop type thing in the front but the treads go further out than the bloody battering <laughs> ram <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good it's so, yeah. it's a lot of so... gi joe vehicle and equipment stuff we only now are seeing what um future tech the designers would be inspired by but this mm. literally is just a mess it is just th is there's no design ethic behind it it's like <laughs> we're gonna just slap parts onto a chassis 
to make this the most fun toy that kids are going to love. But kids are smarter than that. We saw yeah. it and it raises the flag. It's got a little it flag. It's flag. a little flag. It's like I sent you on the Patriot as a low <laughs> point for 1992. Like there are oddball vehicles that I find some charm to. The Patriot, yeah, I think is it's utterly charming. Yeah, I, I can't find anything interesting about it at all. It's asymmetrical, it which is, should be should be fun. But like the cannons would shoot the bloody flagpole. Like, what's going on? It's just a stupid <laughs> design. It's got a BFG. It, basically, the design is 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 prefaced around a gigantic BFG on the side. Um, so it's very evident what the the design ethic of this was there, there wasn't one this is unethical it threw something out there it cool makes no an sense. unusual treatment to some why child. would you waste plastic like this Come you on. know Did that anyone the... purchased this for themselves or was this just a gift that mom and dad or granny grandma guardian got you for birthday or christmas like that's I'm a gi joe isn't it that's a gi joe <laughs> it says gi joe and, but as I said, if you like this thing, power to you. You've you found something interesting in this. But Carl raises an interesting point. Uh, no, the Patriot was not available in South Africa. Mm -hmm. I never saw it. Uh, so first time I saw I this guess, was training through Yojo. The first time I saw it was a, a catalog from mm. a Shark Nine Thousand, which also wasn't available in South Africa. But my sister visited the States and brought me a very generous gift. So I got the 1993 catalog, and I think the Patriot was still advertised on it, but it, it did not appeal to me then, and certainly doesn't appeal to me now. I just feel sorry for sorry. the kid who, because you know when we were kids and we wanted something, we did the sales pitch with our parents. We were like, oh, it's mm. got this, and it's got that, and I could just imagine like a, a parent going, oh, okay, it shoots off a missile, ooh, it's got a battering ram, ooh, <laughs> you know, no. it must have been a really hard sell. Um, I just want to address something in the comments as well. Uh, Yo. Uh, they gone, Paul, nice moustache, buddy. Thanks, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. It, it took him a while to correct. <laughs> what uh, about my moustache, they gone? What about mine? <laughs> and also, I loved, um, I loved these. Uh, when, we were, when I was talking about Stalker, these were popping up. G.I. Gary, let's party. Let's party. Moonlight. Blitz let's up. <laughs> and I need somebody to go. <laughs> but anyway, no. Wasn't did. his other phrase Eat Lead Cobra? Eat Lead Cobra. Cobra. Hawk. Was that Hawk? Mm, Maybe. Mm. I Actually, know. I might still have the, the, the page open for. No, I don't. Rob Sorry. bought me a Talking Battle Commander Stalker uh, when it was even then long out of date. You got it for me in 2001. It was wow. Still yeah, it was still available at Factory Toy Shop, and as I recall, the the sound still worked. Yeah, um, same. Overkill's sound also worked still back then as I well. I think they might still. still Maybe they do. We're going to find out in October. But you've got yours with you, don't <coughs> oh. you? I do. It's somewhere. It's somewhere. Move out. Oh. I'll see if it's here. Let me go have a look quickly. You guys talk about yourself. There's move out and attack. Interesting. I wonder if there was a um I wonder if there was a regional difference if the American version and our ones had different phrases. Maybe Hawk did say eat lead cobra anyway. Kyle yeah. No, but I mean I've got because the uh, factory toy shop was the best. He says, Yes, Paro, my god, what a time. 
Hey, Rob's back. Fruitless. Sadness. Unfortunately, oh. here it is. But it, it doesn't... It... But it's attack. Maybe I was like, if I leave these batteries in much longer, they're going to corrode. It could be that you took them out. I wouldn't be able to check because I still haven't gotten a good screwdriver. Maybe you did take them out. You're smart. You're smarter than I am. I left mine in my 1160 Gundam. I don't even know what's in that head there. Ay, ay, ay. That's attack. Destroy, destroy. So, so Rob, boys. Rob opened the floodgates Ratchet on pack. something he couldn't stand from 92 being the Patriot. I'm sorry to be super basic on this, but I still cannot stand <laughs> the Hamburglar. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the headman. I can't. I know there's people that dig this figure. And if you really take the time to admire and appreciate it, there's stuff going on. For it, but this one looks... <laughs> The gold details like, are really cool. He looks cool like he's shed in his pants, man. He's like, whoa! I hope nobody is, notices. Isn't there, is, isn't there a character from McDonald's that looks like this guy? Yeah, uh, the Hamburglar. Oh, it's literally the Hamburglar. The thing that bugs me now is that he's a 1992 figure, and we all know that the physiques of G.I. Joe and Cobra characters was, and drug peddlers was tending more towards the superheroic. Like, they are very, very yoked. They are bulging, mm. bulging biceps and thighs. And this guy is in a suit, and boy, oh boy, is it tight. So <laughs> that double-breasted jacket is holding on for dear life. Ping, 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 he's, ping. Going to, he's going to the party. And yes, Kyle, tight, tight. Yes. I did visit the Prima Toys store in the 90s. Or no, in the noughties, so I missed the good stuff. But yeah, he was yeah, asking. We also went to a toy store. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Toys no, had a factory toy shop in Cape Town that my mom founded very early on. Um, and sure. We, yeah, lots of GI. I mean, not, not lots of stuff. There was some GI Joes there, some He Man and stuff like that. But um, yes, that's for those who don't know, Prima Toys. Yeah, I think Pile of stuff. I, I bought yeah. a, uh, an Emperor Palpatine, which so, is a terrible action figure. It's just a lump of plastic with two arms that are. They can fun. move up and down. No, it doesn't even have no, a not even that. feature just... hand. He could uh, hold his cane, and that's about it. This is Power of the Force it. 2. This was like the 1990s. 1990s figure. Um, so Prima Toys I was the major. Was... Uh, they brought in all the toys into South Africa, and they had the licensing to be able to bring in stuff. Even up to this day, they um, still have licensing for Hasbro and stuff for distribution in South Africa. That's why we can't bring G.I. Joe stuff in. Or Star Wars, or cool I, Star Wars stuff, or I, Marvel Legends. Anyway, I was pissing myself because Moon Knight, Moonlight, M zero zero N. It's Moonlight forty seven. Very good. Moon uh, reminded me that Hawk's phrase for talking battle commanders was, <laughs> I mean, he was telling kids to basically move out. Move out. out. <laughs> get out, kids. Get, out home. get a job. Get a car. Favorite of get a girlfriend. Fathers. Then blitz them. <laughs> move out. <laughs> okay. Okay, General Hawk, I'll move out. Oh, do it, I'll do it. Shame. Oh, I found oh. out. You guys are talking about this awesome Prima store. I found out that in the East Rand, there was mm. a checkers that used to have a famous He Man display. 
mm. inside the checkers. It was like the Eastrand dudes, they like were talking about it on this group and they're reminiscing and they're trying to find photos of this famed display. It was really famous. And I don't think I ever went to the East Rand until I was 20 ish. <laughs> you so know, you and I went there for a dance it. competition once, you know, so <laughs> like did you see the He-Man. No, I didn't. I didn't even go to any of the malls or the shops there or anything. It's just, it's crazy to think that stuff like that existed up here, you know? And then you guys had a Prima shop. We had like Toys R Us. Shame, Josie. Shame. Guys, it's okay. time to set the scene again. We jump a decade to the year 2002. Young Steve was finishing up the last year of high school. The Devil's Due comic book was a big, big deal at the time. Uh, Toy Fair magazine was our monthly treat to ourselves. Like, Love that could do Toy no Fair. wrong. Toy Fair. And G.I. Joe was back. Hell they yeah. had new sculpts, brand new toys, not re-releases. Like, G.I. Joe had a whole fresh line of brand new things to fawn over on the, the, the then like burgeoning, the, the infant of the internet. Uh, you had to wait for those JPEGs to download like very slowly. Oh, wow. Well, if you had Toy Fair, you were like on the yes. toilet, same spread. You were like, ooh, <laughs> those yeah, are interesting. Man. I hope they're going to be cooler in real life. Oh, am I giving the game away? <laughs> I mean, Toy Fair must have been the first way I experienced like, what the original G.I. Joe's looked like. Like, it was mm. the first time I saw what Cobra Commander looked like. I was like, wow. Mm. That, that face is really, it protrudes quite a bit, that mirror fret face. Um, and the, the <laughs> mask. The Toy Fair the, the theater. <laughs> totally. Those guys, like, they, they kept working G.I. Joe action figures into their various photo shoots. And mm. so that's how I saw, like, Duke and Roadblock and the Cobra Troop. I was like, whoa, these guys look so different and vintage. Um, anyways. 2002, what a year. G.I. Joe was back. It had kind of come back the year before, but 2002 had arrived proper. And my favorite, favorite toy from that 2002 lineup has got to be the Night Attack helicopter. Wow. Oh, man. <laughs> and who can blame you? That thing is amazing. Oh, wow. And it's got some detractive elements, like the the rotor blades are weird and will always be weird. But if you can look beyond that, this plane, this helicopter is packed with features and it's just so much fun. It one-ups the, the Tomahawk in one very important respect and that's the fact that it has sliding doors. You can actually enclose the troop section in the back. Okay, it's not the most spacious troop section. I, I struggle to get about three or four guys in there. But the fact oh. that it has a troop complement is... A hidden feature in and of itself because this is a die in the wool attack helicopter it has 10 missiles in two pods on the wing sponsons and they have a feature where you twist the dials on the back which kind of creates tension on the springs inside and then there's a trigger mechanism underneath which folds up and disappears quite nicely but that trigger mechanism when you fold it down allows you to fire the missiles um, side by side, like each side lets off one with each press. And the, the missile um, launchers actually have a kind of a revolving motion. 
So as they fire, they click in the next one into place and, and so ah. on and so forth until the missile tubes are all empty. That's freaking cool. It also has a sound and light feature, which is not offensive. It has a red light in the front, which is constant. And the sound feature is triggered, the light and sound and helicopter prop uh, propeller shaft are triggered by pulling the trigger at the back of the plane. So all these things happen in symphony. The rotor starts spinning at a gentle, but not too gentle kind of rate. I mean, they're not, you're not going to crank up the same kind of RPM as the, the dragonfly, but <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't look, um, uh, uh, it doesn't look, this is live. I'm <laughs> in a word like this. It doesn't, doesn't look, look terrible. It doesn't look anemic. That's the word I was scrambling for. <laughs> like the, the, the propellers spin nicely and that because the blades have a good weight to them, they have good momentum too. And the sound that it produces is a helicopter <laughs> sound, which will, no, no, no. <laughs> which will continue as long as you are pressing so as long as you keep pressing the trigger the helicopter sounds will persist and that's cool that's realistic uh it has three occupants in the front which is lovely because what's better than having a pilot and a co-pilot is to have a pilot and his two buddies in the back there <laughs> two co-pilots they can be, they can be weapons control officers it has a winch that spools out which mounts not underneath it so it's not used for sling loading but it's used for deployment of troops or for rescuing. It has a hook uh, and spools up into the, the craft and basically it can be used by the occupants instead of it being like underneath the, the helicopter and unable to be used by the occupants. It's Which has always been a, a fabulous toy. And it comes with Wild Bill and he sucks. <laughs> no, he <doesn't. laughs> he's, he's like his big shoulder brethren. He's definitely of his time, but no, nice to have him. Uh, I, I, you touched on a lot of stuff about that toy. Like, it's a fun toy to play with. And I think that's something that, as G.I. Joe fans, we sometimes forget about. We forget that this thing doesn't have to be the coolest vehicle in the comic book or whatever. Sometimes it just had to be a fun toy that you just couldn't get your hands off. And I remember when, when I came to visit uh, you and Rob in Cape Town, uh, well, quite recently, you know, when uh, when I finally saw it and I picked it up i was like i was quite obsessed with that helo i thought it was like a lot of fun it's a great little and i love how it reminded me that it was a rotor because it has the word rotor put on the rotor blade <laughs> just and that case, was fun you know, no but it is it's such a fun on. toy and that that grip at the back like <clears throat> that kind of thing can be kind of cheesy and super irritating but it just makes a lot of sense it works it's kind of like it's kind of like the the fc like the ghost the ghost fighter the x16 it's a, a feature bit of that, that, mm. that helps this thing tick all the necessary boxes of like, like getting past the parents test. Like, uh, but to me, what does it do? It's got to be able to do something. Otherwise I'm not spending however much it costs at retail. Hmm. Um, but hmm. it can be folded away and does not impact the toys, like visual appeal. Hmm. So it, these, this wave of vehicles, all the new stuff for two, new for 2002, all of this stuff will not mesh well with your classic G.I. Joe collection, but taken for what it is, it's a hell of a it's fun a lot toy. Of fun. And yeah. I'm mm. glad that G.I. Joe had the gumption and the ability to, in that year, 
really go for it and give us like pretty significant new vehicles. The Patriot Grizzly also comes to mind. That thing was huge. Uh, and the night attack helicopter, you know, I love me some helos. And this was a high water mark. This is the best one. But I, I could, I could talk about it for days. I did a blog article way back when, um, a real South African hero, and it was on the, the desert attack helicopter. Um, but I would love to do a, a full YouTube review when I'm reunited with that toy. Reunited. Mm. Reunited. So, um, who else has something nice to say about wow. 2002? Yeah. Well, okay. I'm, I'm going to go for probably the easiest thing to talk about in 1992. This Snake Eyes. <laughs> this version of Snake Eyes. Wow. Uh, I remember like being like really into this. I thought this design was uh, very cool. I remember seeing you it. have a version uh, number for anyone uh, listening along? I this don't your, actually. This is I your don't. top pick for the year. Is, is, is that what I heard? Yeah, this is my <laughs> top pick for the year. Yeah, yeah, you, I know. I know. It's a bit of a low-hanging fruit, <laughs> my friend. I know, so, right? For, for people listening along, if you can imagine the T-Crotch uh, Snake Eyes from 2002, well, this isn't that one. This is the one. This isn't that one. This is the... That reincorporates an O-ring style. This is version 14 of Snake Eyes, according to yojo.com. And a lot of people really love this Snake Eyes. Silver visor, silver knee pads, and a gigantic sound attack rifle. Delightful. Terrible. Mm. But the Snake Eyes itself was pretty good. And I remember discovering this when I'd gotten into modern era figures. And I was looking up... I mean, I was like trolling uh, yojo.com. And I happened upon this and I was like, wow, this is actually really great because <laughs> the modern era Snake Eyes at the time wasn't quite good enough for me. Um, and so, um, yeah, so I went to, well, actually, technically I was lurking, but anyway, um, but this, this toy was a goodie. It was a real goodie and I, and I seriously considered getting it. And then uh, at some point they must have announced something for Pursuit of Cobra and I was like, this toys dead to me like most of 2002's gi joe's are get out of <laughs> here you had to be there paul you had to be there clearly you're not a true fan my friend no man i i actually bought a bunch of these they were in toys r us up here um uh -huh. you know uh, i think it's hard drive baroness there's destro yes. there was a storm shadow and a snake eyes two pack that came with a dvd which I found in a checkers in Cresta and I just about passed out out of excitement. The sheer magic of just finding that. Duke, actually. Oh, yeah, actually. that's right. Yeah, he was. His DVDs were no. expensive back then. The DV... In this case, no, he was with um, Snake Eyes. If I'm not mistaken. And yeah, Snake Eyes, was Storm Shadow, and Duke. Yes, there we go. Yeah. And Duke uh, had this action. He had like a, like a backbone. He had like a little knob <laughs> coming out of his backbone. His tailbone. <laughs> Yeah, but it gets awkward if he twisted his his waist around and had yeah. So anyway, but um, he, it, it he would basically he'd do his wouldn't he do his yeah, and he would like to pull out his gun. It would be like a holstering, like a unholstering action, wasn't it? Something. It was such a shit toy. I didn't even play with it, but that 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 excitement. I was like, oh my word, this is so exciting. I'm gonna get this. I found this like GI Joe two uh, three pack, whatever's. It was 50 rands, it's hiding in the checkers. It was just such a treasure of it. It was just such a, like, find. And I was like, this is amazing. And then uh, it just happened that I ran into, well, when I went back to work, um, I spoke to somebody. He's like, 
there's G.I. Joe toys in Toys R Us. You must go and check them out. So I was like, oh my word, I'm going to go and check this out. But I couldn't because I had to like work. I mean, I had to sort of get out. So shame, uh, my folks, <laughs> uh, I actually asked my folks if they wouldn't mind swinging past the Toys R Us for me and then just maybe giving me a call and then just, you know. Anyway, so they're like t saying names like Baroness. I'm like, yes, get that one. And Destro, I'm like, yes, get that one. And wow, like, so you got these things blind. I got them blind. And when I got them, I was like, yay, fuck. Okay, so I've heard in all the times you've repeated this story, you've left out the detail that like someone else was doing the shopping for you. Yeah, so, I did it blind. Please. Sorry, man. Okay. Totally. Well, now it makes sense that you. Now like, it makes Rob so and much I, sense. Rob and I actually went into the shop, saw them, and still bought them. Yeah. That, that's how bad we had it back in 2000. Yeah, no, so I was there, but I wasn't happy about being there. <laughs> 2002 was great for other reasons. <laughs> Sorry, G.I. Joe. I wanted Courage, to like it. I wanted to like I really did. But uh, It was a whole new era for G.I. Joe. I mean, they were definitely trying new things. Um, and they felt a lot more superheroic. I mean, I think the sculpting in general makes them more feel more like superheroes than uh, anything we'd seen before. But probably the best example of, of 2002's uh, sculpting is this dude. <laughs> It's it's fucking atomic stomp flint. I mean, <laughs> we got a whole oh bunch my of God. these so cool PG figures. 13. But um, he's he's fantastic. Like he's just he's probably one of the best examples of a new sculpt era figure. Like his articulation isn't offensive. His proportions aren't too awful. I mean, they're awful. They're awful enough in the good way. Where like as a kid you would come up with the concept, or as a young adult you come up with the concept of atomic stomp flint, where he would just kill everything by just stomping on them because he didn't come with his own shotgun. He didn't come with a shotgun like he originally did. So he had to do something. So he stomped everyone to death. <laughs> and I think this is about the time also I was playing, I, 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 maybe I'm getting the, 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 the timeline confused, but I was playing Dead Space. And uh, in Dead Space, what, yeah. I, what happened a lot of the time that is, is it's these... <laughs> 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 um like they would jump scare you with like bodies like ooh, it's dead but actually it isn't and you'd atomic stomp everything and I'd, i would just go around that entire game whenever i entered a new level i'd shoot things and then i'd stomp them until they broke apart into tiny little pieces and that's probably one of the inspirations if if my timeline is is correct here yeah, um for atomic stomp flint because he's just a cool toy and he really did feed into the whole superheroicness of the new sculpt era but a figure moving on to stinkers um basically oh, i suppose we no, would agree Rob, everything... before you do that come on man uh, you, you <laughs> shock and amaze me that you chose flint over what i consider to be not only a great figure from 2002 but the best example of a reuse mold because are you saying surefire god yes yes no surefire was was another one of my picks but i was like i had to choose i felt like i had to choose something from the new sculpt era but yes this is yeah. probably the best figure actually that represents we had no old idea that this was a reuse we thought this was like wow know. this is a new o-ring sculpt because it's so far divorced from its parent material this is what you're looking at if you're looking at the youtube version is 2002's Surefire, but what you're actually looking at is the body sculpt of DEF Shockwave 
from 10 years prior, from the previous year we considered, 1992. It is unrecognizable. Amazing how a color palette swap and losing that stupid helmet, the shredder helmet, as you called it last year, <laughs> uh, last week, mm -hmm. or, um, yeah, last year. amazing what that can do for a figure. No, it really this makes was... the sculpt shine. I felt I had to choose something from the new sculpt era because I was like, no. this, this would have been an easy, this would have been too easy. I'd be completely ignoring anything that came out that year. I, felt I like regard I the shockwave with contempt after first coming to know this particular <laughs> mold from Surefire. Like, Surefire is so superior. Um, damn. Well, it if I had to take this, you know, yeah, he is, he is, he is probably the best figure that came out that year, actually. Because um, oh, he, he isn't, he isn't new sculpt, but he's, yeah, actually, I mean, yeah, I would agree with you. I consider him as one of my favorites from that year, but I was like, I need to choose a new sculpt. I need at least to say there's one new sculpt figure that I thought was good, and that was Flint. And Fair. Flint came with a pretty decent Baroness, actually. Hmm. Came in a two-pack. Baroness is actually pretty decent. I mean, she's nicely proportioned for herself. Mm -hmm. um, she has red highlights cool. in her hair. Did you know that? Yes, I did know that. I own oh. the figures. I should know oh, that. You do. Oh, yeah, oh, well, it's mainly, mainly for, for anyone else's benefit. And for those who don't know. Well, but, folks can skip 2002 very happily. I, mean, I know, very easily. Because, and I have. Because yeah, as a stinker, I just chose, I just chose Cobra Commander <laughs> as an example of of new sculpt era because this is essentially what that you got leg. you got interesting like new um the looks are interesting like i think this is an interesting look for cobra commander it's an updated it's over designed but anyway yeah but, but yeah it's, that's, that's something dude, that. it's there were shoulder pads and ornamented belts on yeah, all characters they were finally like, catching up to like rob liefeld's work in the 1990s yeah, you know, just they recognize his genius well, yeah. who was it? It was some one of the initial artists in um, the Devil's Due comic line. Uh, who was it? The, the really angular Blaylock. chins. Was it Blaylock? Might have I been, think it's yeah. Blaylock, yeah. Well, he was the writer. Um, but I'm uh, blanking on the name. But those Tim initial... Mm, not quite. Why am I remembering right these names? Very, right at the very beginning. Um Whoever was responsible for setting the design sheets for guys like Storm Shadow, just putting symbols and emblems and bands and things everywhere, extending the shoulder pads, putting a cobra symbol and like a dragon on the 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 the, the, the pommel on the of face. the boards. Like you're absolutely right. 2002 and that era, over designed to the max, man. But so that's why I chose. Cobra Commander, because I think it, it feels emblematic of what they were doing in the new sculpt era, mm. over-designing, but also they had taken a huge step back in articulation. I mean, it, no longer is the O-ring there. He has these, this awful, like, kind of T-crotch. Um, the proportions are completely different from what we'd gotten used to in the original mm. Arara figures. Um, his, he's so freaking beefy. He's got these huge shoulders. Um, and he doesn't, he, he could never ever fit in with the toys that anyone had collected before this. Like, he really couldn't. He looks completely different. And taken on its own, I think the look is interesting. But taken as like as a development in G.I. Joe, it's not a development, it's a huge step back. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't belong. And, and this is just, mm. I chose CC as, 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 an, 
as an example of what the new sculpt era did the worst possible for <laughs> these figures and how just how awful in general it was i mean I, you know it's it's like over time i think a lot of people have kind of come to really enjoy say the star wars prequels a lot of people are like i i think they're pretty good but in general i'd like yeah, to think that they're so hardly <laughs> there's hardly anyone who can go like new sculpture that was, that was a really good idea in general i mean i think <laughs> um i think in general people the would agree okay. but there are some good sculpts here but it's just they they're in a sea of awfulness and it's <laughs> difficult to kind of connect those very specific good ones because someone said earlier um the firefly firefly i think it, it it's it's a yeah, decent it's look MC. for him actually he's a really yeah. cool looking figure actually um a fairly okay version of beachhead came out during that time he had a huge bow-legged thing going on there but he, he was okay but like it's generally the ones that are slightly less superheroic that are more grounded that are more interesting from this time period can i, I see some... your cobra commander and i will raise you duke <laughs> now duke came in two flavors he, he initially came out green he's got dusty gun nice. good ish the color palette is at least is, is is tasteful green on top green on bottom with like a pale undershirt but then the tan variation <laughs> is just showing up the flaws of the sculpt it's very cool accessories heavy. his head is tiny <laughs> and whereas cobra commander primarily needs to look good sitting in a throne duke needs to be able to fit into vehicles and we're starting to get a spread to their legs that that is is becoming awkward yeah you not can't only are the shoulders the wide it's getting tough and tougher and tougher um but there is a and, and the problem with t-crotches of course is you can't bring their legs closer together unless you are bending them so mm -hmm. if they have a kind of a wide splay already you're married to that and so seating them in a vehicle you're still married to that fortunately the vehicles of the year had very spacious cockpits but if you wanted to get him into a classic Joe vehicle, forget about it. There's a figure that does a spread even worse than Duke. Oh. And it is the premier ninja commander of the line. Yes, I've got this figure. You've got Snake Eyes version? I've got oh, this first, piece of shit. The first Sorry. version from 2002? Okay, I've, he has I've, blue... So he's like straight out. He's man-spreading. So crap. He's like man-spreading all over the place. What you gonna do? I, I'm just able to can't do anything about it, guys. Look, look at my small head. <laughs> I don't know what it's. It's just striking like a power pose, man. That's the only pose that you can get into no. convincing in. Hilariously, they posed him with Storm Shadow. Like they, this is the era of pre-posing your figures in a kind of a two-pack, like facing off against each other, and no, it's like, it's no not kiss. good. He's, he's sort of taking a knee because that's the only thing he could do. Oh man! <laughs> so, so like um, that figure came into my life because uh, one of the China malls had a whole bunch of GI Joe stuff that was loosely bagged and they were them for. Yes, <laughs> thank you, and China. My then, uh, you know, those just factory overruns that they didn't have packaging. For. Exactly, and my ex at the time, she just. She just bought a, a like a handful, like she just grabbed a whole bunch and she knows that I like snake eyes. So she just grabbed that one. So he came in, you know, with the whole mess of things. 
And I'm kind of glad that I got it because it's nice to have an example of probably one of the worst G.I. Joe toys ever made. Um, <laughs> Never shame. Again. I felt so bad because like it was like, yay, because there were some cool things in there. I got a Cobra Commander and I got a Zartan and I got a, a pretty decent spirit from 2003, I think it is. And that Snake Eyes and my face was like. <laughs> Not my Joe. <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> Guys, I gotta throw this out there. There's some great comments. I couldn't help myself laughing earlier and I just wanted to share. So uh Kyle A, uh, I'm re actually really enjoying you in the comments. He um he asked, Did we get D D E A in South Africa? I think he meant D E F because we do have D E A. It's all over the place in the knockoff Chinese figures or D E A, D E A drug prevention with a mech and a very large dinosaur or dog in the box. But anyway, so it's like, did we get DEF in uh, South Africa? And then um, there's like one or two comments. And then it's like, I know we got drugs. <laughs> 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 and that killed me because cause you guys are in Cape Town. Anyway, so moving it's right along. made a mistake saying DEA, but like that joke operates on a number of levels. He could be referring mm. to the actual drug enforcement agency. Drug enforcement, yeah. Oh. Anyways, have we said it up about 2002? What are you? No, because yeah, I am dying to tell you. Like, your worst so 2002 worst. wasn't bad enough. They tried to throw the Cheetos version of the Hamburglar at us. And this picture is courtesy <laughs> of Dragon Fortress. This picture is cool, by the way. But the Cheetos version of the of the Hamburglar. And like, because they just, obviously, they were like, you know, people just don't appreciate the brilliance of this figure. And now we have an orange one. But that's actually not the problem I have with this line. This is the problem I have with this line. Not Beachhead that Bow Rob mentioned earlier. Oh, but this Dr. Beachhead. Mindbender. He looks like a missing member of like Barbie's Playhouse. He's like, mm. I am Dr. Mindbender. <laughs> you know, he's just... Inexplicably, his elbow pivots are different. They're his so wrist... weird. They are weird. They're at the he weird can, angle. Can, they like go he like can this. do a salute, but he can't. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, he, he's got a he's got bicep curl uh, articulation. Yes, it's yeah. weird. Wrist, it's so fixed. odd that they did it's that. Like, I like to pump. Do you like to pump? <laughs> <laughs> I can pump all day. It's a strange, <laughs> strange choice. Uh, and I, I, it's because yeah. I love Doctor Mindbender so much that this is just so insulting to me and 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 it's yeah and just the gear the guns are shit not all of them these pirate guns are kind of fun bottom those ones. are really cool actually those are really cool and then <coughs> yeah and i'm curious though th those pistols that have they're like they are pirate guns aren't they um are they unique for 2002 or did they I... come out with someone before that because I battled to find them. I think like that might actually be a. It might be the only time it came out, unless it came out with like a wild a version of Wild Bill. Because the only other character Most I could likely. feel like it might have come out with. But to blow your new accessory budget on that, that's pretty special. But then again, oh, they were pumping extra plastic into making this benighted sound attack, like. You could slot it into the bloody vehicles Ooh. and then it makes stupid sounds. <sighs> and I gotta clear this up. Attach a personal weapon to a vehicle like that. That's just it's just 
bogus thinking, and, man. There were a lot of bogus ideas around this time. And <laughs> I got to clear this up quickly for Dagon. Dagon is like dog in a box. Um, mm-hmm. So we get a lot of like knockoff, uh, and I'm sure you guys see them in the States and, and in other countries, but we get a lot of knockoff figures from like China and it's like guys that are like, it's like cop four, super cops or um, best Spider-Man. cops or like death cops or something. And it'll be like some like guy in like an EOD suit and it's like, here and then like there'll be some plastic dinosaur or some giant plastic tiger or some shit from it like a completely different line slammed in the box there with like handcuffs printed yeah with handcuffs that are clearly for like a sideshow collectibles figure or something and they're all there and so hence dog in the box so that's that's me um having to explain that and then zontara uh zontara has got his uh like as for as much as zontara is a fan of of um headman headman she doesn't like the orange oh okay i love headman but i cannot defend that right <laughs> i feel you right so i'm glad and Headman then, has fans but i'm glad that they can recognize when even he goes too far pump action dr mindbender was shooting action thank you ryan sweeney <laughs> sweeney like but it's, it's so like weird He's literally the only figure I can think of that has this that articulation, where his hands are posed like that. Blow torch, blow torch, two thousand two as well. Really? Yeah. But it's so he, odd. It's he, it's he, like why would you why would you change it from this to this? Like it makes no I sense. I like to give hugs. Yeah. No, but like See, how does he like hold his leg? Because then he's doing the, the the spreading arm version of like the spreading legs. Because then he's holding his guns like this the whole time. Well, it would all be corrected if they just made the swivel wrist standard in 2002. Just put it back in there, my friends. So that was a miss. It wasn't standard it, because they were really trying so many different things. That mm. All over the place, there was just different articulations going into figures, which is why I think Flint is a better, is, is a cool figure. I mean, and his articulation in general was pretty good. But yeah, like Mindbender is like, what were you thinking? <laughs> and then you jump forward 10 years and like, Whoa. what happened then? We're in 2012 I, now. I, this is coming down from the Retaliation movie and I'm not a fan, man. The re- Retaliation stuff was good. 2012, I think, was a dip. Um, I think the yeah, end was I nice. Yeah, I to find good stuff. Uh, yeah, like POC was in the, in the rearview mirror at this point, as was uh, Renegades as was retaliation as was resolute like all the exciting media like epiphanies of gi joe were in the past and i think as far as my high water mark for this year the thing that i settled on was the new hiss Hmm. because it Hmm. took the the design of the older well the, the the hiss from the previous year the sort of um burgundy one and it gave it a clear canopy which i think is superior like i don't understand canopies that are not clear or opaque like i want to be able to see um you know it's funny we 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 lament vehicles that have a lot of glass on them but the second you make it completely armored it's visually less appealing and i i want to see the figure (laughs) it also like paul this is a concern that you had with that other his the fact that the the treads the treads are functional on the previous release um, is all very fine and well in theory, but in actual play, it becomes a liability. Well, mm-hmm. in 2012, this hiss 
reuses the uh, dumbbell wheels. So there are fake little rolly wheels set into those plastic treads. Fine. But more fun to play with. Yeah, yeah. So you say, yeah. I'll take your word for it. Uh, well, more fun to play with uh, to a degree. You know, and the final like, thing in the win column for this toy is the fact that it sets it in, okay, it's not quite cobra blue, it's got a metallic sheen to it, but it is blue. And so it will fit into a lot more cobra dio setups. And you know, it, it, yeah, it's a, it's a good looking tank and a nice version of it. Um, you don't have to shell out the big bucks for a, a shockwave um version <laughs> yeah you can just buy Damn one of those and paint it purple go crazy mm. go in soon on the membrane and it comes cool. with a not too uh egregious cobra commander like if you must have a five point of articulation figure at least this one will only ever be in the cockpit of a vehicle so you won't you know, in the vehicle you, you can't see him in anyway so you won't be feeling the, the pain too much it's a great sculpt <laughs> But yeah, five POA, really cool. you know where you can stick those. <laughs> In your vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, lady, for a shave. Cool. I'm going to mention, on? I want to mention one of the cool things from 2012, because you're right. It was kind of a bland uh, year, but year. they did this very cool guy. Um, this uh, is meant to be the... Paul, this is this is what Trooper. I'm talking about as go. well. So this, yeah. so this is me and Paul's favorite thing from 2012. Master Troop. <laughs> yes. Master Troop. Came in two flavors as well, orange and blue. Yeah. Well, there's yeah, there's the cool green one and with the blue helmet, and then there's a kind of a yellowish tan one that comes with an orange with helmet. An orange. I think was one yeah. variation. Um, this guy is great, and I'm very annoyed with StreamYard right now for not uploading the one image uh, that I had of him that was so amazing. But when you see this guy's alternate head with the mohawk and everything, he just looks like a really cool military dude. Like, it really works. And there's so much play, you know, involved in this toy. Like, you can really just go to town with a lot of the, the, the action features and whatever. Let me take my image away there. Rob's going to share us, share something with us. There we yeah, go. Okay. So that's the yeah. alternate head. So they both come with the same heads, but they like the coloring is slightly different of the bodies. So this one has like an orange cape kind of, and well, the one that Paul was showing had a blue cape and they look really fantastic. They're actually oh, really man. cool. They're like updated versions of the, um, st uh, what are they called? I was going to say Star Brigade, but... Steel Brigade. Steel Brigade. They kind of are, but then at the same time, they're not. It's weird. I don't know what they were trying to do here, but like somebody obviously wanted an, an excuse to make a, a kind of a off-brand G.I. Joe-style Master Chief. And they got that yeah. right, because even the machine gun design is similar. Um, but it's oh, very it's cool. Just... He comes with a lot of cool equipment. It all fits on him. Mm-hmm. Which is absolutely amazing. But yeah, he's very cool, actually. Um, super yeah, super fun toy this is my this is my favorite thing from this year as well uh, i think it's a fantastic addition to the line it's a lot of fun coming out in this time period so i suppose there was like let's throw these guys out we have nothing else to throw out for this year so let's, yeah, let's, let's put these out finally i think uh i think a lot of guys in the design office uh jumped with joy when they got this figure approved to get oh, it no, out there sure. because it's, it's gorgeous it looks like a lot of fun like they had a I lot mean, of fun creating it creating the backpack which everything fits into i think the oh, it's too definitely cool the backpack was a lot of fun to kind of work on and make work 
And it's a, it's also a great army builder figure because you can sort of build up different variations of it as well. You can have a guy with a helmet on, guy without a helmet on. You can have a, the yeah, blue gas the mask cool on, backpack, no cool backpack. Cape. Yeah, uh, dual wielders, you know, rifle dude, whatever. It's, it's, and I, I think he comes with a sniper rifle as well, if memory serves. And like a, I think so, yes. Longest rifle. Yeah. I, I didn't grab that picture, but he does come with a sniper rifle, yes. No, that was, that was uh, never mind just best of 2012, but that's one of the best modern era toys for me. I love that. Oh, for sure. I think he's very, oh, very cool. Mm. And so, I... So, yeah. so what was probably the worst figure of the year for me? Oh. Was this guy? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's such an, I mean, it's such an easy thing to choose. He's the snake eyes that came with the bloody... Uh, motorcycle motorcycle it's like why did you want this this is not this is not what gi joe is about it's not about toys and motorcycles it's it's like an inferior toy line uh, Mm. because you know it's a i think it was a zip strip motorcycle and it came with a five point of articulation snake eyes like all you could do was sit on this thing i mean you've seen so many variations of this sort of cycle through the years i mean similarly even so bad that you, the figure is completely molded to only be on the cycle. So you wouldn't even mm-hmm. be able to take him off like this. Like he would literally just be molded to be able to only sit on the cycle. Don't shit where you sleep, G.I. Joe. Uh, like don't a, mess with the one thing that makes G.I. Joe superior. It's the articulation. Yeah. You know? Shameful. It's fantastic. So that was the worst thing for me, at least from 2012. It just <laughs> I love the nice one. It's an infinite, guys. I think he has new articulation. <laughs> Uh, well, he had to to, to be able to get him to Black get onto Noir. the bike. But, but he has his wrist. Yeah, he's the wrist that kept like that. Yeah, handlebar dripping. Fits, fits on there. I'm with Ooh, you there, Rob. Like, the, the reduction in articulation is really painful. Um, there was a... His name was Night Fox. He was a new character. Fortunately, there was an articulated version of him that came before. But uh, he came with the, the ninja... Oh man, I don't even remember the name. Ninja Cycle. It was the Vamp recast as an Arashokage vehicle. But he oh yeah, with... that blue Vamp. Yeah, the Ninja 4x4 or something. Ninja Attack Cruiser or something. It's actually Ninja a cool Kong weapon. Net it's net a cruiser. cool weapon. It's a cool vehicle. Cool Ninja vehicle Kong and it's cruiser. a nice callback to the teal that the, um, the Mudbuster came in. Oof, but it came with bus. Night Fox and he had five points of articulation and was pre-posed to have a, like a rifling static pose. So he's a vehicle driver who doesn't have, you know, he's pre-posed to not drive a vehicle. <laughs> what? Drive, drive. <laughs> Does he sit awkwardly at the wheel and not hold it in any way? He can't, like maybe he can't God, That's actually board. probably worse than my example because he can't even do the thing that he was made to do. He's a vehicle driver who can't drive his vehicle. sail. Sucky, sucky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not, not, not some greatness there but paul what what's your low-hanging fruit for the year 2012 this picture sums up everything that was crap about 2012 in two one the trade the ripper, ripper and clutch wow yeah so you got the trade ripper which is cobbled together <laughs> it's two his tank treads that's it. <laughs> exactly. With the rocket launcher from the His Tank version 5 and some great from something else. It is ridiculously They crap. were so proud of themselves when they put this into the movie. Yes, this dude. <laughs> and then you got this wonderfully sculpted clutch with an amazing head sculpt, 
cool looking like details on his outfit and he can't move for shit. He's got like an awkward gropey pose. Like <laughs> and he can't bend his legs and and it's just horrible. And people paid good money for this figure to get the head sculpt to make customs. True story. Um this represented everything that was wrong with G.I. Joe at that point. The fact that collectors were basically buying this shit and sculpting off an inferior figure for a head sculpt and people were buying it on top Insane. of the fact that we were getting some Frankenstein vehicle, you know, and then not one, but like 10 figures, I think more or less that couldn't uh, articulate or pose correctly. I mean, this is the lowest point. Never mind just for GI Joe or well, never mind for 2012. I've given the game away now, but also for GI Joe, I would say, I mean, mm. this is worse than some of the shit. This that, literally at least in 2020. Yeah. Mm. No, I was going to say, literally, the only good thing to come out of this is that head sculpt. Exactly. It's like, it's like 2002 may have committed some crimes, you know, and, and uh, pulled off some like serious, you know, faux pas. But at least they were trying, you know, at least they yeah, were trying yeah, they were to trying be something different. They're trying to yeah. push the line in a new direction. Like, you know, there was vintage, there was, you know, 1992, which was all Dago. And then 2002, they were definitely trying something different. They were like, this, this, this is the new molding. We, we're yeah. going somewhere with this. You can see there is a direction that we're attempting to go in. But 2012 is just like, we're at the end of the rope. You know, we don't know what the hell to do. No, 2012, like, you can see that they're just budgets. It's just cup. Um, <laughs> yes, Jeff, it's this just, is the it's worst just day ever. Budget cutbacks, everything. <laughs> it's terrible. It's the lowest point of the line. I would be 1997 line. again when there were no toys coming out. It's like... And I, and I say it with all respect to the guys that were working at Hasbro at the time no, and sure. the designers. Yeah, I mean, were, those guys... Oh, they sorry, were collecting no, their, their, you know, their, their paychecks for sure. But not just that. They were trying to solve complex problems and trying to make so many people happy and juggling so many... They had so many balls in the air that they had to mm -hmm. like, keep going. I really think it was just a balls. nightmare. And, I, and a lot of that stuff reflects that. You can see the sculpts are beautiful, but... <laughs> Like getting forced into to that kind of articulation, you can see those were battles awful. that were lost, you know. So, well, yeah. apparently that's not the worst though. Apparently, it can get worse. No, they. I would but, say that clutch is one of the worst. It's it's such a missed opportunity. It really is. Listen, there's a storm shadow in that line that is so great, but it's got a single bend leg, you know. So it can only it doesn't have a double jointed <laughs> knee, and it's so annoying because it's actually a beautiful sculpt. It's so awful. yeah. We did get eight rock action figures that year, and somehow you, we expected not uh, we expected to dislike figures of the rock, not because we like you know whatever. We just knew, oh, cool, gonna, you know, you know the rock. The rock is pretty cool, and the, and if the, if you combine two of those rock figures together, you actually get one ultimate awesome rock figure from that. But I mean, they had the big chunk of block. Well, your hand. rocks combined. More a more awesome rock, but I mean. Like, dudes, I mean, they even released, like, they released two Snake Eyes in that line, right? They are exactly the same sculpt. Just one's got silver trimmings and one's got no silver trimmings. 2012 was just an awful year. It was ridiculous. The only ridiculous. way was up, right? <laughs> Where well, can we find ourselves, boys, in this year of 2022? It feels like the future. <laughs> but it's really the, the unfortunate present. It's right now. Oh, my word, Rob. You're going to have a coronary. Oh, so, um, Kyle A, uh, he, he's like, to be honest, it doesn't look that bad. Fine. OK, 
Okay, and and that's fine. I mean, you're allowed to have there's your worse, opinion. There's that. worse than there's but worse there, than that. That is definitely not the worst. Yeah, I know. That's what he said. I saw you showed that, but what does he say? Ah, oh, Kyle. Have you guys seen Scoop? Says Kyle A. Kyle A. We hope you got a VPN, Scoop. dude. My goodness, I'm man. kidding. Coming over to your house, bro. We're gonna break your shit. <laughs> and we know no, he's man. South African, so that at least makes it a little bit easier for me to find him. Yeah, but he expects but, um, that behavior from South Africans. It's okay. It's but true, y'all, actually. It's true. Guy, uh, Kyle, I'm sure you know this, but Rob is a big fan of Scoop. And I hope I, I hope that you're doing it just to like... <laughs> Scoop is so much cooler than that guy. He's got more articulation. He's got a camera. <laughs> Shame, but I do feel bad for him. He said his first uh, his first GI Joes were DJ and Scoop, so he got a good one and a and a bad not one. so good one. I'll leave that <laughs> in your hands. Well, DJ, yeah, DJ's okay, I guess. No. Thankfully, your mom was good and she got you a Scoop. Yeah, your mom was cool because she got you two GI Joes. That's that's actually what it comes that's, down that's to. That's actually right? that's the biggest like, positive that came out. Yeah, of we're we're like in our thirties now. We're just a bunch of giant spoiled kids now. Ish. <laughs> <laughs> and Jerry Career was saying uh, hi, G.I. Joe from Los Angeles. Greetings What's from up, LA? North Queensland, Johannesburg, and Cape Town. Down. Whoop, whoop. So, so what, what does 2022 have for us? I mean, vintage-wise, we've gotten whole lot of pre-orders. And, it's a ton of pre-orders. Um, what have we gotten? We got did Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow come out this year or was that last year? Technically this year. I don't know. This year, yeah. I'll accept. Is that your greatest toy of twenty? I would probably say for twenty twenty two the best new thing that came out of a raw at least, three and three quarter inch was were these two figures. More so the snake eyes than the storm shadow. But (laughs) um, they're they're moving Mm. in the right direction again. You know, they're Mm. trying stuff out with three and three quarter inch, which I really appreciate. I mean classified is a very cool line. I'm glad it's got tons of, of um uh, people that absolutely enjoy it, but three three quarter inch really is where it's at because if you have these vehicles, um, yes, thank you, Carl. Exactly, I agree with this. I, I, I'm down. I'm Rob. I'm down. Rob, I'm down if that's why scoop is not next, I'm done with the line, and I, I would agree with that. You know, after I get spurt, I, mean, I think that's what Paul was, has been alluding to because it's the only other one that I want from the line. Actually, it's the only one Not I've soon ever enough. really wanted. It's something else, Robbie, but uh, you will like it. But okay, uh, like Spirit it. is only a little bit later, sadly. Ah, pretty yeah. old. There are, there are much, much cooler kids out there playing with Spirit and Sna- Storm Shadow right now, but they're not so us. What is the state of the line in 2022? It's pre-orders. We know everything that's coming out, but we don't have any of it yet. That is what 2022 G.I. Joe is. There's some nice stuff coming out, but we don't own it. Where is it? Come to me. Come to me. But there's a question from our buddy Tim Wild that uh, kind of factors into what you were saying about the O-ring, Rob, and that being like, oh, interesting. Some of it is 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 great. Some of it ain't so great. He wants to know <laughs> how do you feel about supporting Hasbro with your money, just to show Hasbro that we care about O-ring, hmm. even if the figures are not to our liking and contrast that with either like not giving them money to show that we don't want variations. He speaks specifically about the fact that he doesn't really care for a more cartoon accurate Duke. We saw mm. a reveal of, you know, CC with the silver stripe on the helmet and they uh, got the yellow shirt mm. and the white belt. And then Duke looking more mustard on the shirt, deeper green on the pants has the red epaulets. 
like they're changing the decos to be more sunbow accurate he doesn't like that he's asking i us, think there's definitely a lot of people that do like that but i think but do you support like <clears throat> we're, not, we're not really actively going out and, and dropping dollar on this stuff so this is purely academic but do you agree mm. with the practice of if it's still sways, if you don't like the original the individual toys because you want this line <clears throat> to continue to strive and to to produce more i think especially in this day if money still talks then yes i mean sometimes you have to buy a bad toy to be able to get good toys because this property is as we've said now over 40 years old Ara is 40 years old i mean jojo that's a concept itself is older than that the fact that it's even coming out still is it's fantastic that we're getting any new stuff at all is really cool um but i think it is kind of at that point where there are are there new fans of jojo or is it or is it a dwindling fan base of you know 40 pluses who we absolutely love Jojo and all the people that Hasbro are making their money off at this point. Because if it's the latter, then to send a message, you have to buy, even if it's stuff that isn't necessarily the best stuff you could possibly get, because we want to see more O-ring stuff. And if they could, and we want them, but long story short, yes, yes, I think I probably would buy it just to encourage them to <clears throat> make more O-ring stuff. If, if money talks, and that's what they're looking at, the, the bottom line, I, w I would buy to be able to encourage them to make more because that's wow. what I, I want three and three quarter inch. I want, but give me vehicles as well. Okay, give me more of this. All right, give me, give me more new vehicles. Or like, no, give me more of that. I want no. more, more. Come on, give it me. Yes, I know the things are the other way around. You have pointed this out before, but it, it makes more sense this way around. I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> you refer to the tread covers not having the tabs sticking out. <laughs> It makes more sense this way because the lazy dirt doesn't go into it as it dries forward. Come on. Mm. <laughs> I know you can't Kyle A, I can't together. <laughs> Kyle, I, uh, Kyle A, I can't carry this line on my own. <laughs> together, we, we, we can do this, Kyle. Come on. But yeah, more Look, vehicles. I think you show them with your money. We love three and three quarter inch. What makes three and three quarter inch great? Yes, the fi figures, but absolutely the vehicles. If they could just come up with more vehicles, I want new vehicles. You know, I wish this consideration this didn't exist at all. I wish we didn't have to kind of show support. I wish we were just yeah, no, for sure. That's that's the best option is that they would just make this stuff regardless. But I mean, the thing mm. is, it's a company; they need to make money. Uh, I don't know. I think we've become a lot more aware of you know, like. Away. Companies away, away, bra, away, away, away. What you doing? What you doing? Man? But if um, you have to buy bad apples in the hope that they make good ones, mm. shouldn't the line die? I mean, if that's if you have to get a whole bunch of toys that you don't have any affinity for, in the hopes that they eventually pick a winner. But like, I know, I, like thing is what broken. am I supposed to spend my money on then? <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed I, to buy? I'm not like Paul. I can say this like, much. He has like tons of interests, you know. Like he, he if he isn't spending it on Jojo, he'll spend it on He Man or like Gundams. <laughs> like if yeah, I'm not luckily. spending it on Jojo, I'm not spending my money on anything. <laughs> essentially, that maybe Rob, maybe yeah. you've actually found the secret of life there. You know, That's like true. You know, maybe to live without desire is actually a better life, uh, according to some. Um, I'll say this: sure. I don't want that Duke. Right. Um, that you mentioned, uh, like I love Duke. 
I would love to have an, a quote unquote indestructible Duke because I, I really love that figure. I think it's such a cool toy. I'm talking about the original now. I love that. Oh. And, and had they released it with his original coloring, I would have really gone like, yeah, cool. Hasbro, take my money. And I love Sunbow, but I feel like don't give me that an arrow figure with the Sunbow paint scheme. It just seems trite because Super 7 is, is doing, you know, um, Sunbow themed figures and they're doing it right. Okay, minus the articulation, which is a, you know, it's a bit of a ball ache, but they're doing it right because it's got the charm of Sunbow in the figure. The charm of Sunbow does not exist in the toys. It's a weird thing. I, I feel like it's not there. So when you put a blatant recolor and, and the modern era kind of made the same mistake with this as well. When they recolored uh, Snake Eyes in that like purple and whatever's to match his appearance um, in, in the miniseries. Um, in that one pack and he's like sort of had like see-through glowy arms and shit like that and that was that was also just tried it was just not really cool and You're so trying guys. so to trying. ask to answer that question i think hasbro has been smart <laughs> with releasing the figures that they have because people have gone okay snake eyes storm shadow that's cool you haven't messed with him too much we're happy uh cobra troopers yeah okay awesome duke and and cobra commander at the same time, a lot of people like, hey, Cobra Commander, so they might buy the two-pack, but they're going to go, I just got this pack. I really hate Duke, internet. And then every time Emily and the other dude, whose name I can never remember, are on this thing, they're going to be like, oh, ha, 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 internet, internet stuff. Oh, I hate the colors on the Duke. We want real colors, Duke. And that's what's going to happen, and then we're going to get that figure. So I don't think we have to vote with our credit cards too hard for these to keep the line alive. See, but that's, I, that's what I'm hmm. saying. Like, If money talks... Paul, you if that's said what's, that what's moving them, but are you packs, saying... Hmm? You said that the two packs on a pulse were Hasbro testing the waters. Yes. If that is the case, if you want to see widespread release of O-rings, this is the critical time. No, of course. So yeah, you buy you them. buy multiples of every single thing. But that's the thing. They've Duke released a lot of stuff like. that's likable. Duke being the first that, in my opinion, being the first that's unlikable. So people are going to buy the two pack anyway because they're getting Cobra Commander. But they're still going to complain about it on the internet that they don't like how they did Duke. So Hasbro hopefully will listen to that and be like, okay, well, we made the sale, but let's listen. Maybe we can make, we can release another Duke and everybody will spend money again. Yay. And everybody will be like, yay. But that, that's Hasbro, why I'm saying like, yeah. like does, if, if it is money that speaks, but at the same time, they are showing stuff people, they're showing people stuff long enough ahead of time with all of these three renders and things that they can at least get a feel for what people mm. want and don't want. So hopefully what they're doing is by showing stuff early enough, they can show, they can actually get the response that they want before they even produce the thing. So hopefully if they're paying attention, they're, they're showing us stuff long enough ahead of time that they, when, when we go, oh, actually that Duke is kind of like, no, thank you. Don't do those colors. They're like, okay, no, we, we were never going to do that. This is what he actually looks like now. When they, when <laughs> Just kidding. We're actually hardcore GI Joe fans. But then My hopefully that means, mindbender. But what I'm saying is that hopefully that's 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 what what's happening is that them they Sorry. are looking at the social media and they're looking what mm. people are saying about the products and going okay this is what people thought of this let's adjust as we go forward because they should be willing to adjust as they go forward mm. because they want to make money and they want to make the most money possible. Of course, they want to and be. How agile. do you do that? You want to be able to please the, the fans and yeah, and being agile it means responding to what people are saying. And, you know, eating, I suppose not eating humble pie, but being like, hey, we've updated this design. What do you think of it now? And people are like, oh my mm. God, it's an original dude. It's amazing. Oh, I, I wanted it to be tan in the first place. Thanks, Hasbro. You're my bestest. You're my BFF. 
yeah, oh, by the way, I... I'll take a pack of those blue ninjas as well. Thank you. So 2022 um... is is a time of the future, I think, in general. Is there anything good coming out this year? Maybe, maybe not. Um, but what mm. is happening now? The future is happening now. The more you talk about this <laughs> stuff, SMK. the, the more likely it is um, that you're going to get the stuff that you want to see again. Um, as you saw through the decades, there was a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of bad stuff. But there was always G.I. Joe. Every decade had G.I. Joe. And it's still here, guys. 40-plus years later, it's still here. It's still happening. And, uh, yeah, I mean, if it's money that talks, buy the G.I. Joes. If it's talking also, that talks, doing that... we're doing the talk. You're doing the talk. Let's all talk, you know. We're doing all the talking. And also, Hasbro's doing that video game. So maybe that's uh, maybe that video game really rocks and it's amazing and it captures the, the zeitgeist of the sort of youth. I forgot about that. You never yeah. know. You oh, never know. Uh, quickly, it's a very different um, time, though. Uh, Anthony Susky, I hope I'm pronouncing your surname hey. right. Give Susky, me a new yeah, Thunder Machine and Thrasher. Yes, please. Give me a new Thunder machi Machine and Thrasher as well. So give Anthony one that. and myself. I have the original. Greetings from Pennsylvania. Hell yeah. Ains. Very cool, man. Yes, amazing, dudes. Gentlemen, uh, a segment that I've been itching to do for a while now. Uh, <laughs> let's introduce it. New shit. I'm going to open my Ooh. account with. I got Cyborg Trooper. Guys, in the oh prehistory of this show, we did a rundown <laughs> of our favorite toys from the core. What is this? What is this? Yes. And. <laughs> When we did that episode, I immediately ordered one of these. It has taken from then to now for it to finally be in my possession. It <laughs> got lost in the mail forever. I, I opened a core there figure. Was an investigation got lost. Took months to resolve and ultimately never turned up. So I ordered a new one. And I love this guy so much, I ordered another one. It's <laughs> so nice you bought him twice. He's freaking cool. He's so unique. He's a great He's so like, good. vehicle operator for G.I. Joe or Cobra. Uh, but he has very unique attributes. He's got this little arm cannon. Um, oh, that is neat, actually. Part of his sculpt. Uh, he looks like... All I think about him when I see the helmet and goggles combo is like he looks like a German motorcycle um trooper from mm. the second world war yeah man. he does look unique i mean even for a core figure i mean he doesn't look like every they other single one he's got a nice detailing that's what i'm saying i when you put him up i was like is that a Joe? is that a core what is that You're a cool design uh-oh show us show us those Ooh, ankles rocket boots he's got rocket boots boys heck yeah that's cool and Damn. Arm cannon, very rad. Arm cannon. <laughs> as best you can on a sculpted figure. Isn't that insane? He's not even a named character, but he has rocket boots and a hand cannon. He's cool. Crutch. He's on another oh. level. Honestly. Very rad. Oh, my word. He's got lesions on his hands. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got me. new stuff, Paul? Paul, do you Get got old? new stuff? I got some new no, stuff. So, is it G.I. Joe's? It is, actually. It is. Okay. So for a long time, uh, Stephen being in, in Australia, um, he, had, uh, he went to Australia sort of <laughs> via, I think you ran into Singapore, right? Uh, you, ran, you went through Singapore and then you ran uh, into Robert no. Palookatan. Well, or he was, was in Manila, yes. yes. Yeah, Robert he was Kalukitan in Manila. He was in the okay. Philippines. Mm. 
And so this little um, small hall of toys actually um, it's got a long story. So like yeah, he he uh, Rob gave uh, Stephen stuff for Stephen for Rob and myself. Rob uh, recently received his, which was a snowcat and all that good stuff. And I recently uh, received mine after visiting Stephen's sister, who was briefly in Australia for a small holiday trip. And um, shame, she very lovingly couriered my stuff through, and I went to go and pick it up from her place. And what did I get? I got some cool stuff from Steven, so I'm going to start with this. I got <sighs> Dusty version 2 and Crazy Legs. Yay! Oh Which is so cool, because this Dusty is a rad Dusty. And why am I putting his gun in his left hand? Because his right hand is a little bit too tight for the... I don't want to pop the thumb off. There's something funny there with the thumb going on there. I don't want to break the hand. But this is a cool toy, so thank you so much. I've been waiting for these dudes. I've been hungry for these guys. It's a very cool version of Duke. It is a very... <laughs> what? It's not Duke. <laughs> it's Dusty. <laughs> it's, and uh... Dusty is actually from Dragon Fortress, can you believe? Yeah. <gasps> oh, that's oh, cool. Thank you, Dragon Fortress. Dragon Fortress, good lord. So, yeah, so now I've got a... a so that makes them even more special, because it's from Dragon Fortress. And then, um, saving one of them Check for last. Check out his blog if you don't know Dragon Fortress. There's amazing, amazing blog articles with very tasty photography. Typically Such about good 90s G.I. Joe. Yeah, he loves them neons. Around that time. Mm, mm. Beautiful. The, uh, the Cheetos headman is actually one of his shots. Um, <laughs> then Robert Kalupitan knows I'm a big fan of Gundam <laughs> stuff. So he sent Ooh. me two Gundam figurines uh, from the old days. Like um, We're talking like early 2000s. Um, oh, cool. this, is, this was a line known as the MSIA, Mobile Suits in Action, if you bought them from Japan. But the ones that he sent me are the American versions, which mm. are very, very cool. And one of them, I'm too scared to open because it looks like it's been signed by someone. Huh. Interesting. And so I do need to check out. So Robert, if you're watching this episode, please let me know who signed it. Because i got a feeling it's a voice actor. Maybe the voice mm. actor for the Heavy Arms pilot for um, Duo. No, not Duo. Yeah, it is Duo, Mac. Anyway, doesn't matter. Thank you very much, Robert. That is very, very cool of you to send me all of the great Gundam goodness because that makes me very happy inside. And I'm a big fan of those those figures because they just they're just great. They're fun little toys to play with, and they were just a bit of a time machine. And then got this cool little guy. Steve picked up a Matchbox Jurassic Park Jeep, and I'm so happy with this. It's great, dude. Like, oh, it's just. It, I've been zooming this around everywhere. So it's currently on the one shelf. I'm waiting to see if Celia um, notices it because she does this thing where she notices my toys and then she's like, your toys are starting to take over my shelf and then eventually they do and then we have an argument. It's fun. Good times. <laughs> and then the last <laughs> thing I'm going to show you guys. Cars. Don't you guys collect Hot Wheels together? We do, we do. But she likes like one or two. She doesn't want like three <laughs> or four toy cars in her okay, space there. Okay, there's going to be one. Okay. Yeah, so you currently the Batmobiles are also kind of like chilling out there. Yes, I got my own space. Exactly. Uh, I also got the um, Word Burglar uh, LP or the vinyl Ooh. from from Steve. Cool. So thank you very much. And Steve, there's a code in there, hey? There's a code. So I'm just, I don't know what that code what unlocks. Code but uh, yeah, we'll special I think we'll find out. unique message. Probably just the for digital you. download. But I don't have a turntable, so the natural destination for that LP is Had you, to Paul. Go to Paul. I hope you enjoy no. it. Thank you, man. I'll yeah. actually maybe go and fetch my tea set from my folks tomorrow. I don't know. We'll see. Do you guys it. Do it. That's Father's Day. And check this dude. 
It's not the toys you're looking for. Move along. Move along. <laughs> it's blinding. Yeah, it's blast off. Look at this with his like fanta-colored head, as Stephen oh. likes to put it. This is also courtesy of Stephen. And guys, I am like I've got a serious like toy crush on the Mega Marines, and I'm trying to get my hands on all of them. And so glad to have like blast off back in my life. Blast. Love this toy. The code name of a Star Brigade member, the outfit of perhaps a diver, and the specialty of a flamethrower. This guy is so confusing. Anyway, he doesn't know what he's on about. He is what Mega Marines, and Paul doth love him. I doth Good. love him much. As far as Postbox <laughs> the Pit is concerned, I have a gloriously long message from our buddy Sam Smith, ah. who is. In response to our drone warfare uh, podcast, he is a firm upholder of the RPV as like one of the most realistic and best toys of that series and a much beloved toy in his collection. Um, and it's something that steadily grew in his, uh, in his esteem uh, the longer he had it. I mean, he wrote like bullet points. Very, very well-reasoned argument. I mean, he is an attorney, of course, uh, as to why the RPV is awesome and it will fuck up Cobra. Um, so I'm going <laughs> to refrain from reading the whole thing, but Sammy, awesome. Thank you for re- writing to us. Uh, if you'd like to reach the show, a real South African hero at gmail.com for a nice lengthy tome like Sam's, or if you want to just shoot us a quick DM, you can get us anywhere with social. G.I. Joburg is on Twitter, is on Instagram, is on Facebook, and I typically check those uh, accounts Robert, absolutely yes you have a loving scoop for so there's there's a whole bunch there's a whole bunch mm. from the last episode but probably the one let it never be said that we don't correct ourselves or you know when, when we miss things out we 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 definitely will um we will mention them so who's your daddy is the name of the user that mentioned this he said <laughs> we Sorry. we missed the 2004 i mean it's understandable it's new sculpt era 2004 Night Creepers drone. That thing was well designed. Had a cable with a foothold. Definitely one of the better items to come out of the new sculpt era. And it came with this figure because I liked the design and added articulation so much. Because these figures came in two packs back then, I got stuck with six of the horrible Link Talbot figures too. Man, that might be one of the worst Joe figures ever. Okay, I didn't I didn't bring up a picture of Joe Talbot, but I did bring up the fact that he this guy can go on a cool. I mean, this is such a cool toy, actually. But it's you understandable can, uh, why we repel. missed it because it came from the bloody new sculpt era. I mean, of course, it's we're tough not to understand the physics of it. But for anyone listening, think of uh, the Sentinels from uh, the Matrix, at least yes. in design. They're kind of floaty and tendrily. This is like a, a small scale. Ten- uh, it's like a t- tiny tentacle. one. It comes with like cool little tentacles that attach to it. And it has like a line that comes down from it. And mm. the Night Group can hold onto the, the line with a foothold. A, a backpack. Yeah. I think it, but it, it probably can fit on this back, I imagine. It hovers. So I guess it's kind of in the same vein as Neurotoxin's uh, Scorpion <laughs> and the Eels' as Shark. Like, these are yeah. kind of anthropomorphized uh, drones. They are like... It's a really cool addition to the line, I think. this. Uh, I mean, it's it's unfortunate we missed it. And yeah, so thank you, who's your daddy. Um, mm. You've definitely become our daddy today by uh, pointing really out that we forgot about this. Um, and another comment that I quite enjoyed as well. Um, uh, Dustin Cordish 
He said, Rom's mm. reaction to the attack cruiser is hilarious. Now <laughs> I have to track one down and figure out how to make it cool. And Good Dustin luck. shared with us on Good Facebook, <laughs> he has three uh, of the Shockwave door kicker robots. Oh, wow. Uh, mm. One of which the missile stops from actually launching out. So I, I thought like, oh, maybe this is a factory, you know, this is why it's ambiguous. Maybe some, some have a stop that's, that keeps it from launching like a missile and some um, launch like missiles. But actually, he, oh, on close it's inspection, not. no, well, in close or, inspection, oh. he took the missile out and he said, oh, it's got a kink in it. It kind of bent. Indeed, it is confirmed. So the last comment that I want to mention is from Mr. Nick. So we were talking huh? about the, the robot destroyers. He asks, wondering why you didn't, why you guys didn't think the robot destroyer was made to destroy robots. <laughs> Which is true. We also did like, it's obviously not a robot. It's not a robot, guys. It's just a robot, the entire episode. It never occurred to us that maybe it actually is meant to destroy robots. Huh? It's a robot destroyer, so it destroys What's robots. A robot destroyer. It was, uh, what was it? It was the, the drones from the 1990s, I think it was. <laughs> a robot destroyer. Are you not thinking of the battlefield robots? Yes, it was those. Yes, the battlefield robots. But Guys, they... I know the temptation is high, but having a few and then climbing into the comments. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, uh, no, I haven't had a few. I've only had three. But anyway, all the comments are great and fantastic. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for... Always saying really cool stuff. I, I enjoy reading a lot of it. We all do. And yeah, it's just, it's after 12, I can drink. Yes, coffee. man. All right. But I, yeah, that was a great, that was actually a really cool comment section. A lot of fun with that one. Ooh, As always, this? we shout out our patrons. If you'd like to become a patron of G.I. Joburg, we'd love you to do that. Uh, slip us whatever wouldn't be missed month to month. <laughs> I think the tears start at three bucks. And um, these are the beautiful people that keep the lights burning at G.I. Joe Book. The beautiful HQ. people. Thank the you very much, people. everyone. Oh, whoa, whoa. People. Beautiful people. Oh, oh. and uh, in the comments, sorry, I was just talking about that Gundam, um, about that mobile suit earlier. The oh, heavy yes, arms. the signed one, yeah. And I keep wanting to say Trey's Kushinada because the whole Torawa Trey's thing, and then I yeah, was like, obviously. but Trey's is not right, and I couldn't remember Torawa's <laughs> name. That. Anyway, Moonlight47, thanks for catching that and for the correction, man. Torawa or Troa Barton, if you prefer. Oh, and and prefer. thank That's you to all the folks that joined us yes, live. Yes, thank you for coming. You keep us honest, you keep us entertained, <laughs> and it's been great hanging out with you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, makes a world of a difference. It's lovely too have this interaction we should definitely do it every month uh, we'll strive to do that um thank you for taking your time and uh yeah man we appreciate the support yeah. and after this video goes out let us know what is your favorite and worst figures from 82 92 2002 2012 and what do you see happening in 2022 and the future of gi joe like are, mm. we, are, we, are we going to be in 2032 are we, are we commit still be, your dollars you know, to a product that you are less than enamored with just to ensure a future for this line. Because it line. keeps going. And it's episode 1,268 will be about 50 years of G.I. Joe. Oh, guys, we're still doing this. Man, my favorite toys are 2022. And 2032 is a new year now. <laughs> Yo, Joe.
Burke. Not burnout. <laughs>